ashamed. You always had a situation in a big way, man. express myself sometimes when I need to be properly different. Fuck. Are we recording? Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the lockdown Sasquatch radio in your life. Uh, tonight we have, well, he's not the real Thanos. It's just a bloke we call Thanos. Uh, Miles is his real name. I don't even know his surname, Miles. So I'll just introduce you as Miles. It's Thanos. It's Thanos. Miles Thanos. Thanos goes to university uh, to uh, study some sort of IT. Not well, anymore. Did, well, not, well, anymore, not yeah. anymore. Not currently. <laughs> currently, he just sits at home and yeah, drinks beer. Uh, but I might say before we start, opinions expressed are solely our own and do not express the views or opinions of our employers. That's a little caveat for all you employers listening out there. Uh, don't blame us if we say something silly because it's nothing to do with you. Um, Especially when it comes <coughs> into fuck, marry, kill. Yeah, I don't know if employers would find that offensive, to be honest. That's not really. <laughs> that's work I mean, bands. That's, yeah, that's, that's work bands. Yeah, it's more political bitch. Yeah, but anyway, welcome, uh, George, Kerry, Cronk, uh, Adam, and Thanos. And, and it is nice to be back because I missed one and you boys freestyled without me, which was, and I lift, listened to it and it was amazing. It was very interesting. Um, so that was all good. And uh, tonight we're going to talk to Thanos about his uh, current state of affairs. Uh, on that, not really an uplifting note, but today we had, uh, or the UK had the highest day of deaths, I believe, from the coronavirus in Europe today. Am I right in saying that? Apart yeah, 900, France, wasn't it? I believe. Apart from. France has had 1,400, I think, in one day. Wow, that is savagely heavy. Um, but yeah. France is a fucking massive country compared to... That is true. Yeah. Okay, so. That is true. Um, so, Thanos, we'll start with yourself. Give us a bit of background about yourself, where you come from, what you do, and, and um, your studies and things like that. Give us a little intro to yourself, mate. Right, uh, well, born and raised in Dorset. Um for the past few years, I've been doing a software engineering degree at Bournemouth. About halfway through that degree, I decided to try Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And that was about a year and a half ago now. Um, it's coming to the end of my degree, and I won't be in uni ever again, pretty much. They say oh, we won't not, not, not Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, might add. The COVID-19 situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, so what's, what's the state of play with education at the moment, Thanos? So... The, the the COVID-19 thing happened, coronavirus thing happened. Let's call it, we went into lockdown or whatever. How what, what was what was communicated to you and what was the intention of the university? What what did they, you know, what what, what information did you have? Um, not a lot, really. So they were giving us like weekly updates, which weren't really updates. They're pretty much an update saying, oh, you're going to get an update at some point. Um, 
very pointless but pretty much the current state of it is is that they're going to be giving us our predicted grades as long as we pass the unit so like for me i've got no exams i've just got a final year project to hand in um, but that's about 70 percent of my degree so that what they're saying is as long as you achieve a pass in that i'll be getting my average for the year which is good but right so what what but you have been a bit disgruntled, haven't you? you is, it, is it you or is it other people that have, that have found this slightly unfair? Because I'm guessing that if, if this means it, if they decide to give you a 2-1 and you felt that you could have achieved a first, you're going to be pretty pissed off. Is that, is that the way it's going to work? You've still got the chance to do it, but I mean, it's going to be pretty hard. I know people that are really screwed. Like To me, it's... It's affected me a bit, but not to the point where I can't actually get something done. But I mean, there's people in my group that don't have projects anymore. So um, I've got a friend that works for Southwest Trains and he's doing a project with them and they've just scrapped his project entirely. Right. So, so he's yeah. screwed, basically. Will he be able to finish his course or not? Well, this is, this is like the grey area, really, because for someone like that, you, you might not even be able to achieve a pass because he's going to have to redo his whole project in quite a short amount of time. He's got to start a grad scheme straight after uni, so he hasn't got time for all these like month-long extensions. Mm. So he's struggling quite a lot. Mm. And is this something that... He won't be starting work, though, will he? Sorry. Jumped in then, Dave. No, he won't be right. starting work, though, will he? If, he, if, it, if all the lockdown... Not to... Uh, I mean, I'm going to play devil, actually... devil's advocate now. So... Uni's supposed to finish May June time, yeah. Normal, normal term. Yeah. They they give all you boys loads of extenuating circumstances. Yeah, they are. They? So yeah. so if he if his project's finished, he might have to do his new project, maybe till next September. So that might that be that thing. But he's doing his grad scheme with a company that's still operating during all of this. So it's like for his situation. He's supposed to be going into work immediately after, about probably around June. Yeah. So, bit of a tough. To be, to be fair, though, if 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 he's um if he's got the skills and he can prove it on the ground, I think the employer is probably going to look at him and go, "Well, yeah, obviously the guy can code, the guy knows what he's doing. You don't yeah. you don't need you don't necessarily need that little piece of paper with you, do you?" No, exactly. Mm. So there's. Um, there's another guy on my course as well, and he's a well, he's a dad. He's got a few a few kids. He's now trying to do his project work while managing all the kids. His wife is a uh, NHS worker, so she's working like mad. And for him, it's not likely he's going to be able to complete any project. So he's got no do. chance. Yeah. So what is the likely offering? If if have they given you the opportunity to? pause your course so to speak so if you wanted to just pause it hold it where it was um could you do that is that a, is that an opportunity for you uh no so what they've done is they've given everyone like a blanket two weeks so they're saying right everyone here's a two-week extension and then we're going to deal with you case by case so right. that's when you'll have to get in contact and say like look I really can't do this because of X, Y, Z. And what's the situation with your tutors at the moment? Have they all been furloughed? Is, is that the situation, you know? So 
they're they're not actually getting told much at the moment either. So they're all at home trying to do bits and bobs. But I have meekly, uh, meekly, weekly meetings with my supervisor, and they know not that much more than we do. But they're still quite... they're still working though. They're not furloughed, so to speak. Are you furloughed, Kerry? As a tutor? Um, no, I'm on uh, at the moment. I'm on full pay. Um, but I'm working from home. So if, if if any students contact me, I'm on email, I'm on uh, Zoom. Uh, right. So I have had a few requests, a few team meetings and things like that. But my, my job's quite hands on. So really, I need to be I need to be in the studio to be making any sort of difference. Right. So are you getting much from your students? Are they asking for much from you or not really? <laughs> well, they, they, they've sort of gone to ground, really. Um, a, a lot of them taking it for what it is um a few you know obviously ask questions with regards to their projects that are coming in but most of them have just got their heads down doing their work or scratching their heads at the whole situation i guess like that we all are you know it's it's a really weird time to be sort of in any position uh you know especially with you thanos because you're you know this is your third and final year especially after all the debt you guys accrue through you know it's a it's a it's a quite nearly 30 40 grand now yeah, it's a, it's a lot of money. It really it's a lot is. of money. Yeah, and that you know you, that's an investment though. You know you're getting that. You obviously three years, you know, in higher education to get the skills you need to go off and make a de- decent wage packet. That's why everybody goes there. But um, you know, if anybody's felt the pinch, you know, if they think their grades suffered in any way, then you know that it's going to be a real minefield, especially if it's case by case. Because uh, I know the universities have got thousands and thousands of students they've got to deal with. I'm, I'm guessing, what is the worst case, what is the worst position for a student to be in in this? So, for example, if you're in your, you've just, let's say, you're in your first year, you've got two more years, you could probably pick this up. If you're in your second year, are you going to be left behind more going into your third, or is it really affecting people more in the last year at their university? Is that is that the worst place to be? To be honest, first year doesn't usually actually count towards your overall degree. So like they're just throwing first years out, not really caring what happens to them because it's not a big impact at all. Second year is usually about 30% of your degree. Um, and to be honest, I mean, I know for a fact that I could have missed the majority of second year and still done perfectly fine in my degree. So I think final year is where it's really hitting, but even still, could be a lot worse mm. so mm. i mean this like this like safety net policy the, the policy they've put in about giving people their predicted grade as long as they pass is quite good but then that also brings Have you still got lectures no no lectures nope none at so, all so you, have I, you got any exams Thanos, or are you doing one of those special degrees where you don't actually have exams anymore uh, i finished all my exams about two months ago <laughs> But I know of people that have exams and they were supposed to have them like a, a couple of days after lockdown and they've all been postponed indefinitely. So no lectures, very limited contact time with lectures. Yeah, you've, got a, you've got <laughs> a, um, a meeting with your supervisor about your project once a week. Ten minute chat. Are you still expect have you still paid this term's money? Yep, which is ridiculous. You think nine grand a year, and on top of the strike they were doing right before this, 
you're probably probably going to have about 30 percent of the year of contacts that i should have had unbelievable what's yeah that's, that's on, mad Thanos? sorry what's your project on uh my project is um i'm creating a gym management tool for sasquatch studios and yeah. i'm doing the testing study on software testing methodology effectiveness no one fucking tests anything anymore mate don't worry <laughs> it's just DLC now. Yeah, it just fucking, it's just beta forever. I can't believe you ain't got any exams, mate. What kind of universities are we running this place? He's already done them, mate. We've done them. I had three this year. What this year? What like January? Yeah, January. Don't you have Adam, at the end Adam's of like term? The big in there. Adam's just, Don't you he have, did his he did his degree in 1935. Back in my day. Back in my day. When uni was for men. Didn't you do a Cornish degree, Adam? No, mate. A Cornish degree? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like Plymouth or something. I can't remember where. <laughs> That's not Cornwall, is it? Oh, my God. Adam what is a lot of day students. A degree in pasties. I don't know. I think you mate. are, Dave. Oh, you don't have one crog. Nah, mate. Uh, you're too scum, are you? University of Life, bro. University yeah. of Phillips Road Estate. Yeah, mate. Oh, the main oh, no, streets of Bushy Heath, bruv. I can't believe they're still charging you, Thanos. What about your mates that are in, like, Hall's residence? Are they all shut down? Tell us about that. Yeah, so they've had to, like, go home, uh, the people in Hall's. There's a lot of students, like, well, I mean, everyone in my house has gone home, so it's just me here. Uh, they're still having to pay rent. So I'll wank it. Yeah, pretty much. No, the missus is here. So He's got his wife there, hasn't he? Hey, Miles, the, um, the issue with the rents, I know a lot of landlords try and squeeze students up until, what, July, something like that? Yeah, they, that's Usually I'm... it's a month or so after you've graduated, you still get you still get have to pay rent, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yep, that is true. Mm-hmm. Just don't pay the final deposit and do one. <laughs> they just take Final it. rent. CLA, CLL. So just to just to change tack slightly, we've there wasn't a lot of COVID nineteen chat last week as such about current events. Um, What's your take on the situation, uh, Thanos? And chaps, jump in about um, how you feel like. The situation's developed, I suppose, is what I'm asking. What changes have you noticed, aside from the obvious? Um, and in the obvious, I mean, like the death rate. Um, and do you think we're pointing in the right direction? Because that was sort of the premise of this whole um, podcast. So, you know, it's interesting to see as we move forwards. We're like in what third week of lockdown now, are we? Is it third week? Second Something like that, yeah. Third week. Fourth, I think. Fourth, third, fourth. What's people's opinions? I mean, I, I throw it out there. Do, do you think that people are taking it seriously now? Do you think people are, you know, staying in their houses, you know, obeying the rules? I know there's been a bit of shaming on the telly and things like that. What's your opinions on that so far? Um, like Very similar to how it began, really. The older generation people, again... I'm trying to be nice when I go shopping and stuff, keep my distance. Some old geezer or geezers will just stand in the middle of a shopping centre in a big together 
hello, mate, hello, Burry, yeah. And then you're trying to pass, and you just, you think, hang on, what's going on here? And it, it just, they, they're not taking it seriously. And, you know, when I'm, I, I still go to work, so there's no one in my work. I drive to my work, drive back. Very safe, very easy. I'm, in, I'm alone in my office, so there's no dramas. You come back, sunny day, everyone's just out on the street talking to each other from different families, and you think, Jesus, that's my observation of it all. Anybody else? I've seen time, isn't it? it's changed a lot. Um, the only place I go is the fucking co-op in Corfmullen. But in the last week, I've been up there to do a shop for me and my missus and for the in-laws. And they have put like plastic shields up across the front of all the checkouts now. So you can't, so there's no possible contact between um, customer and employees. They are employing someone to stand on the, at the start, you know, in the entrance basically and wipe down all the baskets constantly. So you, they pass you a disinfected basket and then mm. when one gets put back in, they disinfect it again. Mm, mm. Um, there's only, there's a certain amount of people allowed in the store, which I think a lot of people, places have done. So you have to queue up. Um, mm. But pretty much the shops are well stocked now, apart from baking goods. I guess everyone's yeah. Everybody stuff. loves bread and cakes at the moment, don't yeah. they? Yeah, oh, but um, me crazy. You can get pretty much anything in the shop now. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, it's see the the panic side of it, the the panic buying side, and I think do you know what the other thing I think about that, and I was saying this to Adam today. I think, and and I don't know whether this is organic from the way this started, but shopping. I don't know if anybody else finds this. Shopping has become one of the most unpleasant experiences yeah. that you so can be involved in. <laughs> Not only from a fact that you've got to navigate this different shop, different system scenario. So every time I go to a shop, they have like a different whatever they're doing that day, whether they give you a pair of disposable gloves or whether they're just sanitizing your hands or give you a basket or no trolley or yeah trolley or but also the reaction from other people as you're navigating the shop like adam is saying some people will very much respect the two meter distancing or whatever but other people just have no sort of spatial awareness about themselves um yeah. and and it and it and it has it becomes a, almost a social minefield just going to the shops. I've got a theory about shoot. This. I love a theory. So, mate. in normal life, there's a lot of people about. So the mongoloids are somewhat <laughs> hidden, right? Because there's a lot of people. There's ten people in front of you in a shop. Maybe two of them are mongs. Mm. Because you're just you're distracted by the 10 people and you're getting the shit that you need, you can kind of ignore the mongs. But when there's only mongs and there's not a lot of other people, they fucking stand out so much. Yeah, they used to stay inside, but now they're like out and about because it's their hour of exercise or whatever, or they're in a shop. They can't be shut away. Mm, too many. You just, there's mm. just so I got. I got freaked out today, really freaked out. So... Um, not being a weirdo, oh, obviously a little bit of a weirdo. So I was in uh, a large supermarket chain, not going to name, or where it was, and two older people, I could smell them because they were that close to me. Now, the smell uh, of piss. <laughs> yeah, muscles. Cigarettes, 
HBO, horrible. And I was like, oh my God, if they are producing horrible viruses coming off them, that's it. We've got it. We've walked in their zone of, you know, if you imagine like a little fire going off and it's expelling radiation, it, it's just like, back up, bro. That, you know that what I mean? was if an it, issue it, before all COVID, though, smelly people. Yeah, but they're in my space. Get out of my way. <laughs> yeah, but you are so fucking fat now, you take up loads of space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get down the aisle without touching other people. Yeah. So you he's, he's the one with all the baked goods in his yeah, bathroom. I've got them all from everywhere. <laughs> I'm coming to you. <laughs> the gym will be you... open again soon, boys. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, ro- we'll get the roller shutter open for you to get in. Yeah, I'm, I'm so I can come in. Yeah. Right, what do we think about the face mask yeah. scenario? Because there's a lot of beef about face masks at the moment. Um, there's some talk about uh, who um, reassessing their guidelines on face masks. And a lot of Asian countries, face masks, wearing the face masks is like second nature to them. Mm. But we've been told in this uh country that face masks do no good uh or are no of no use which i think a lot of people find strange to believe because by the nature of wearing a face mask if it did no good you wouldn't wear one yeah exactly so what do people think about this the face mask scenario and what we've been told today has anybody got a you know a theory on this all right if you if you walk into a shop with a pair of gloves on and a mask, that that you're already safer. Yeah. So you know, every time I go into a shop, I've, I'll be, every time I go shopping, I'll bring two pairs of latex gloves. So I'll put one as soon as I get out of the car, bang pair on, grab a trolley, go in, get back to the car, take the gloves off, and then to unload, I'll put the other pair on. Um, and then I've got a load of alcohol scrub. But when I'm right. in the store, I mask up. I've got this uh, N. It's like a P4 mask with a carbon filter, so it does kill the virus. But I've seen people wearing dust masks <laughs> and, you know, these um, crappy ones you've got to use when you're doing woodwork and stuff. And I think that's just the illusion of, of safety. But uh, I can't believe the WHO are telling people not to wear a mask. That just, uh, that... On the contrary, on the contrary, Kerry, I think mm. that... You might be protecting me in the shop. I don't know how much you're protecting you in the shop. Mm, on the same. Um, yeah. And and I think that is probably where we're losing losing the tra- the track of the mask PPE type issue. If you wear a mask mm. it, and the gloves, it stops your any contamination of yours getting onto the um, into the atmosphere or whatever. Yes. Yeah. But in order to, if you're wearing the same mask more than once and you're touching that mask, the contamination upon that mask, oh, thank you, Don. The contamination on that mask is, um, is being, is remaining and that is being taken with you wherever you go. Yeah. Although when you go to the shop, you're not breathing out any contaminants, which is obviously a good thing. You could be asymptomatic, couldn't you? and then you're going to yeah. spread it. I think they, yeah. they I think the reason they said it was because they looked at all the fucking knobheads panic buying toilet roll and thought they're going <laughs> to pa- they're going to panic buy masks. Oh, that's, that's exactly. Panic. That's exactly that's what they've done, yeah. So they've just gone you don't need masks. 
just fucking stay at home and then you don't need a mask. Mm. That is that is absolutely true, Cronk. And I, my theory is that this, you know, there will be an eruption because I think the WHO at some stage, when there is a, a good supply of PPE to the services that require it, I think they will change their... I, I think that might be part of the exit strategy, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I, I, think, I agree. It'll I think be it might two be, weeks, everyone wearing a mask. Yeah, in, in close spaces it will be mask wearing and glove wearing yeah. um, mm. in shopping places and, and such like but I think you're absolutely correct I think because they foresaw the PPE supply chain issue to say you know everybody needs a mask would have been absolute suicide from a yeah. from a you know we from a well it, it, even if people make them they're getting seized on their way through to get into wherever they're going so it's you know i think that happened in america didn't it where they uh yeah. some, some 3m masks were on their way out of america and american yeah, yeah. citizen uh, american officials went actually that's an american company so we're seizing that stuff and that's yeah, staying they use real-time regulations to to do that as well mm. they force them yeah. yeah it wouldn't surprise me i think Trump will use anything he wants to use in order to secure what he needs to secure. But um, but the, the New York have been suffering hugely from this at the moment, haven't they? They they've got mass graves now, Dave. Have you yeah. seen them? Yeah, they're digging digging pits for people. It's horrendous. Yeah, that's pretty savage sights. So um, yeah, the mask mask thing's interesting because if you've ever been to an Asian country, when someone's ill or poorly with flu, they don't do what we do and go to work. They go to work wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and they'd be they'd be very um, conscientious of not spreading their germs to their co-workers or the the local community. Whereas Funny. over here, we we think, ah, who's that weirdo wearing a mask? Do you think he's going to catch something for me? But it's like Dave <laughs> said earlier, it's the other way around. It's them protecting you. It's a, See, it's a society thing, a cultural thing. Build on what Adam just said is that I've got a uh, friend from Hong Kong. And he was surprised when I said that, um, oh, yeah, people don't usually wear masks and that kind of thing. And that this is quite like a new thing that we don't really know how to deal with because he's had um, when SARS was going around, uh, he still remembered that and remembered how bad that was. And I think that was like their scare to make them use these masks more, change their society. And now we're getting that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. George, you went to Japan, didn't you? Um, yeah. Was it was was masks commonplace when you were in Japan? Did you see, did you see that often? Yeah, uh, very much so. So there's a store called Don Quixote there, and basically it's just kind of the pharmaceuticals, all sorts of PPE, and literally every floor, like there's normally like seven or eight floors, and there's like literally floors devoted to different forms of face masks and sort of in public, as it were, I suppose. Um, and yeah, building on what Adam and Thanos says, it was just, it's very much like a, a courtesy thing when you're there, where if you're poorly, you put on a mask. Uh, and I think they're taught that from a very young age, because if I remember correctly, like the sort of uh, foundation years and like sort of nursery and school and stuff like that, they're taught how to be citizens, basically, before yeah. learning, you know, the alphabet to read and write and whatnot. So yeah, I think it's just part of their culture. But I think this kind of leads nicely onto my question, actually, to Thanos, which was, do you know of any 
sort of um, students who uh, you know are from abroad uh, how this has affected them whether you know this sort of potential extra time at university or extra time to do the course is going to affect their visas or their sort of uh, housing arrangements etc so well first of all um of English students uh, have to pay an awful lot more well as all foreign students do so university to them is like something silly is like 16 grand a year or something real a lot of money um the few Indian students that I'm friends with were very worried so I've got quite a few friends from Hong Kong and they flew back immediately um they were they seem to be a lot more worried than a lot of us were and I, I think that's mainly just down to like their culture, what they're brought up with, what they're used to. Whereas over here, I think we're kind of just like, oh, yeah, until it directly affects you, a lot of us don't care. So, so it's not, in my opinion, not the right attitude to have. It's quite ignorant in a way, but it is the attitude of a lot of us. You've got to think, though, mate, when's the last time we got rocked by something, you know? Yeah, exactly. We've been, a, we've been asleep at the wheel for years. In Asia, they're reporting this on its by its real name as well, which is SARS-2, whereas we're mm. calling it COVID-19. They are calling it SARS-2 because that's what it is. Yeah. So that's why yeah. they're fucking shitting themselves about it. And we're just like, yeah, whatever, mate. Yeah, fucking. It's only an old people disease. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah, it clearly isn't. Old, um, it, that's not the case, is it? Pa- pandemic insurance. If you if you you know if you've got that in your business insurance as a um, as a clause says SARS S A R S is counts so people have insured for SARS so I you know not conspiracy theory or anything again but I wonder if this is all they get the name changed yeah well they get they get the name changed so it won't you can't pay out insurance with it I just think COVID sounds more cuddly than severe acute respiratory syndrome Mm. you know. Covid's sort of a nothing, isn't it? That, that that name. It's just a name for a group of viruses, but it is actually SARS-CoVid-92, isn't yeah. it? But it's it's like any of them, like any horrible disease. We only care about it when it starts fucking up white people. Is that's the culture in Europe? No I one agree gives with shit that, about 100%. it and, until white people start dying. No one gives a shit. Ebola was only killing black people. No one cared until two American people got it. AIDS was the same. Yeah. It's I a hundred percent with that believe with that. And that, that's that's the the shocking, sad, sad part of the Western world, mate. That actually, you know, this will this will ravage third world com- countries and, and you're not even hearing about it. You won't even know about it. And and, and that is just sad beyond belief because whatever the death count we experience would be nothing compared to what they experience you know over in africa and and so on and so forth which is um which is a sad indictment of the way the world is i think they had their first reported case in yemen today so they're not only have they got a civil war but they've also now got covid to deal with yeah see i didn't even know yemen had a civil war mate yeah it's been going on for a long time. Hundreds of thousands of people died in that one. Yeah, I think, you know, it's funny. I watched today South African gangs are delivering food parcels. Drug gangs are delivering food parcels because their distribution yeah. network is so um, <laughs> advanced. The same's they're... happening in Italy, mate. The mafia are dropping off food parcels there for the people. In, in, yeah. 
in Brazil, uh, the gangs are actually enforcing people to stay at home because in Brazil, they're very much just kind of get on with it. Oh, nothing's going to affect us at the moment. But the gangs are actually like, no, you stay indoors. We've got family out here. Mm. You're, you've got, obviously, um, your wife's um, got a Brazilian heritage, George, because what's, what's the score with the Brazilian president at the moment? Because he is sort of flouting quite a lot of the... Um, the the theory and the science isn't he almost publicly going around and shaking hands of people and still acting like nothing's going on he, he comes across almost like a bit of a trump character or no like not so comedic what, what do you know about that do you, do you get any feedback through your missus family about the situation going on over there yeah, so essentially, I think the reason why Bolsonaro got into power, I mean, like, you know, end of the day, Brazilian politics, you know, it's over other side of the world. I kind of keep up with it, but not really. Um, but Bolsonaro got into power mainly, in my opinion, because of all the sort of street crime violence, the uh, sort of Judeo system there is very lax, very corrupt. Uh, so he got into power purely because of that. And I think he was necessary for that point in time. They'd previously had about 13 years of PT, um, who, you know, there was proven sort of tyranny within that party there. Um, so people were kind of sick of it. They went the other way. And it's kind of like, you know, in America, the sort of conservatives and Republicans kind of flips back and forth there. Um, whereas with the way this has panned out, it is very much like Trump. You know, Trump, uh, up until recently, barely even acknowledged uh, COVID, was like, you know, quite happy to kind of just shake it off. And he's very much in the same mindset, in my opinion, like just, yep, carry on as usual, cares more about the economy than what's going to happen to the people there. You know, of course, Brazil is still a third world country. Um, you know, if if you're doing well in Brazil, you're you're doing very well. That's essentially just how the country is. There's no real middle class and the people in the lower class won't be able to do anything should they fall ill. So what, what do you, I mean, I guess my question leads to, I know he's quite right wing, isn't he? Um, do you think this could lead to like a civil unrest scenario over there? Because obviously as, you know, I don't know how it's affecting Brazil at the moment from you know, um, infection figures and so on and so forth. But if it does get heavy and it does get big, then people usually blame the powers, uh, the people in charge for not doing enough to protect them. And Brazilians are not renowned for not having themselves heard. Do you know what I mean? Then they do like to have a have a, have a scrap, you know, um, with anyone who, who will have it with them. So do you think that is a... I know it's quite politically unstable over there anyway, you know, yes. uh, uh, so does this just go and enhance the political stability, instability, I suppose? And to the rest of you, do you think that is also mirrors, because you were talking about the Yemen, Kerry, does that mirror other countries? So to you, George, first, do you think Brazil's going to be more politically unstable because of COVID? Um I think so. I mean, yeah, as with all of these things, I mean, you look at America in the 2016 ele election, everything was so polarised. And I think that's very much the same in Brazil currently. Like, you know, uh, it's kind of if you support Bolsonaro, you're a racist. If you're uh, supporting PT, then you are a, a sorry uh, lefty, all this sort of stuff. So I think at the moment it is very much, you know, uh, polarised. Uh, people are always slagging each other off on either side of everything. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, you know, 
it, it's like with every politics, I think, whenever there's some sort of massive outbreak or something to that effect, uh, there's always going to be the, oh, it's their fault, oh, it's your fault. I mean, you know, for example, COVID here, I mean, I know it's daily fail, but you look in the comment section there, people are already saying, oh, this wouldn't have happened if Brexit hadn't happened. And it's like, the two aren't connected. People just kind of bring politics into everything. Mm. You what? You what? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kerry? You were, you were mentioning the Yemen. Obviously, that's that's just one country. You know, you look at what's going on in Israel and Palestine, and you know how um, Iran has been hugely hit by COVID. Do you think yeah. what 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 countries are are going to suffer the most politically? Do you think it's going to be the poorer countries or the countries that have already got conflict going on in them? Well, I th- I think poorer countries. Uh, automatically going to suffer um, just through lack of infrastructure, corruption and whatnot. Um, I don't think the Western world, you know, it's, I don't think there's going to be much trouble here. You, you know, as long as the, as long as you've got a middle class, uh, you, you, you know, as long as the middle class is kept sort of happy, then there's, 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 you know, there's not much trouble that arises anyway. Um, but um, I, I know that um, there were scenes coming out of Wuhan where, the residents were so, I mean, what were they, 48 days lockdown? That was 70, like, you know, 70 days, 70 days. Geez, yeah. And I know there's the bridges that leave the city, and I, I did see some news footage of them turning over police cars. They just wanted to get out. Um, yeah, they, they were pretty pissed off before this started. There were protests before uh, COVID. I mean, that's led to some of the conspiracy theories about COVID, because that, that's right, isn't there, Ad? There was, there was some protesting prior yeah, to hong kong there's there's a lot of protests in hong kong a lot of protests in china and um bang they've all disappeared so no yeah. more so what, what do people think about the current just not saying this is turned into a political show because i don't think it is mm-hmm. and we are all caveated this whole thing with we're five blokes that don't really know much about anything so no, nobody come back at us and start freaking digging at our political knowledge but <laughs> well, i feel you um, in I yeah, you in hard. Filled in, um, uh, in an, or obviously from two meters safe distance. But um, safe distance, yeah. uh, from from a layman's terms, there's been obviously uh, poor old Boris is in hospital, which is terrible, and um, you know uh, it seem it seems to have caused some caused some unsettlement at the top, the top end. Obviously, Labour have got a new politician. We seem to be in a bit of a flux politically. Um, do you think that's creating a bit of unsettlement in the people? Do you think you, you see normal people feeling unsettled from that sort of thing? I think they would have felt a lot more unsettled if we were still in a Theresa May government, personally. Um, but we had we a general that. election and the country, the country did vote for Boris Johnson. Go on, so, elaborate on the. Tr- a lot. I'm, I'm interested where you're going with this. She wasn't. She inherited. I think she basically had one of the most ineffective Conservative governments against one of the weakest Labour governments in history. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I think she. She wasn't. You know, she wasn't hated. She was just a shit politician. Uh, I think, I think, I think she she appeared weak, um, and I think everyone for Boris to be voted in with the 
with the gap to Labour that he had, I think it's fair to say that people wanted Boris Johnson, regardless of what you know what an individual wanted. The country wanted Boris Johnson in, so the fact that our PM is in, he's just come out of intensive care today, and he but he spent four days or whatever it is now in hospital. You know, if this was Donald Trump, it would be on the front page of every single fucking paper, and it would be the only thing that you'd be anyone would be talking about. Mm. Um, but I think. That's probably because more people want him dead, Kronk, to be fair. Well, maybe, yeah. I think we're just a bit more resilient, to be honest, and we actually, we just don't give a fuck about who's president or prime minister. Yes, I think that is that is the case. I, think, I, I don't know if people wanted Boris or they wanted rid of Theresa. And I think she she struck me from a, you know, just a layman point of view as a mismanager. She just didn't, she just mismanaged things. It didn't, things didn't have the direction or the guidance that they required. And, and it seems to me actually, um, almost the complete opposite. When you listen to Dominic Raab and, and people are asking him, you know, is the government out of, con- in, in control tonight? Who's in charge? And you've got, you know, you got, I mean, I'm talking like from a normal person point of view, if your boss if your top, if your boss was laying in hospital in intensive care, would you still consider him doing the job? No, no. absolutely <laughs> fucking not. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, you know, this is the same as the mask thing. People are not freaking stupid enough to think that just because you tell people something, logic says, no, masks don't work. Well, why are you wearing? Why are you asking because for people to be having them? Because there's a supply chain issue. Because they obviously do work. Otherwise, they wouldn't make them. So it's like saying, "Is Boris in charge of the government tonight?" Yes, he is. And they're, they're I mean, I watched a body language thing on Don, Dominic Rab the other day, and it, he looked shook his head saying no when he was asked if the. I'll post it up later on. Shook his head no when he was being asked if if the government was in control. Uh, and it was it was ridiculously obvious and i don't blame the guy you know what the bottom line is he's been dropped in it looks like he's been dropped in the poo it looks like someone's literally just stole, pulled a rug from underneath him and gone bosh there you are lad you're in charge we don't have a deputy pm do we no and i always thought there was but there isn't yeah. And and it seems a strange move to not we're not really set up for this are we he's in forever it's the new the... Boris Johnson government forever. What do you mean, Adam? You don't need no deputy. Um, he he had a big cabinet reshuffle um, just before this all hit the deck. So all those guys that have been standing up all new in post. So they're all um, all doing it. You know, <laughs> baptism like you said. Fire. So you're saying exactly, that they're, yeah. they're not they're not they're new to the game. New to the game. Means, yeah, they're all new to the game. Yeah, it, you know. Um, political views aside, for anyone pro con whatever, you know the poor poor guys there at the front, they're obviously deep in the shit. It's your new job, mate. Crack on. Ah. Yeah, I mean that that is, that is what it appears to be, doesn't it? When you when you watch yeah. as a normal person on the news and you're seeing someone getting, you know, the media are having a field day, aren't they? Because they can just yeah just ask loads of ridiculous questions and they can see how they got them on the ropes. But um, I think from a leading leadership point of view and, and I am, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely not a fan of Boris Johnson and I'm not a fan of the Conservative Party. Um, 
but it do, we do require leadership at the moment, and I don't know how we can, uh, you know, have yeah, someone. It's a tough one. I think Adam, real, Adam you know. said something the other day about um, he'll he'll he's gone in, right, right, conspiracy theory, but he's gone in. He's actually fucking fine, but he'll come out as a hero. And Having feet the virus, yeah. Yeah, I see. I think there's a massive flaw to that plan, and and I, and I will put it out there. The flaw to the plan. I think the flaw to the plan is that I think this is getting worse <laughs> before it gets any better. And and the peak, the peak numbers that they're saying, the peak is moving further and further away. The peak was supposed to be in the next five days or so, and now. Um, the word for the peak is definitely moving towards May, which means that you're going to get rises in in death toll figures and things like that as it moves forwards. And and I'm not debating how realistic those figures are because I don't, I'm not saying they're not real people dying, but then that the COVID is the cause of their death and not underlying health issues tipped over the edge with COVID. But um, yeah, I think I think both things are very similar. Like we. We need strong leadership. We need strong, um, people use the word, draconian measures. We haven't had anything really done to us. We've been told to stay in our houses. You still go to the shops. You can still go for a walk, do your exercise, go in your garden. That's nothing. You know, but I imagine that when, when it was like lockdowns coming, I thought, right, you're going to be in your house. You're allowed to go to the shop once. And that's it. And you're in your house. Mm. Um, and that's that where you live, though, doesn't it? Yeah, but you know that, that's what China did. They literally said we're locking down tomorrow, boys. Sort yourselves out, and then they, you know, you, you're stuck in your house, and you're allowed to go to the shop when someone knocks on your door and says you can go to the shop now, mate. But this is the and problem. That's... That has never been the case, though, Ad, because what no. has happened is go to work unless you can work from home. Yeah. Well, we did it soft, softly, softly. But it's not. That's not even softly, softly. That's keeping the economy going. Yeah. So, Does anyone know many people that are actually having to go to work? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I know. I know Everyone loads of people I know are going, going to work. Everyone really? I know is going to work. Yeah. yeah. Loads of people going to work, mate. Yeah. I see, yeah. I see gardening vans out every day. Yeah. I see tree surgeons out doing work. I see, Building I hear up. people, yeah, builders. Every shop is, I mean, B&Q are still operating on a collection basis where you can order stuff in. There's, yeah. there's, you know, and that's just shopping work. There's, there's loads of people still, I mean, my whole, I know it's an emergency service, but not everyone is frontline, but they're all still working. They're not necessarily yeah. going to work, I suppose. A lot of them can work from or have got some work they can do from home. But, um, but there are a lot of people I see still travelling to and from the workplace. Yeah. Um, you know, because of the productions around getting food out and creating food and even that alone takes a huge factory workforce that social distancing is probably completely impossible. So I, f- I think there's a massive disconnect between people that are inside, who can be inside, and those that are still operating a relatively normal life um and i guess i see that because i'm still really operating a relatively normal life i have to go out i have to go respond to calls and i have to go and do things bits and pieces run errands for work and things like that 
whereas my missus is virtually locked down. So we I've literally have... locked my missus down. It's not <laughs> going anywhere. That sounds hard. Yeah. Good work, mate. But is that you, what, what freezing is that for? Is that because she wants to lock down, or is that because is she? Are you shielding her for a, a reason? Yeah, I just I just made the decision that I'll go and do everything that we need to do. If we need to go to the shops, I'll go to the shops. If we oh yeah, but that's the same with us. Yeah, yeah. If, if if I need to drop something at her mum's or my mum's or pick something up for anyone, I'll I'll do it. If I get ill, I can sleep in the spare room and it'll be all right. Hopefully I won't die, and hopefully I won't You'll spread right, it. Man. But you'll be right, son. I look she, after you. I think it's it's more because we've got a, we've got a seven month old kid who needs he needs Lorna more than he needs me. Mm. So if I get ill, at least may, maybe I could get over it potentially. Mm. If she's going to get ill, then I'll get over it before hopefully she gets ill or something. So one of us will always be there. It's just a precaution thing, isn't it? It's like a... It is, and I get it. Although although logically it's ridiculous. And I'm doing the yeah. same thing, Kronk. So I'm not saying you, what you're doing is ridiculous because we are doing the same thing. But even if we get it, we're going to be asymptomatic while still contagious. So yeah. the, the, the chances are that unless we don't go anywhere near them in that and even that's not going to work because it's it although they've they started off saying it wasn't airborne it's virtually airborne it's as airborne as anything can be so uh, albeit by droplets so even if we do go out we are but i, I get what you're saying and i yeah. sort of see that view myself as well we are we what? are really <laughs> lucky down here though as well that we can we can go to work in a car relatively easily especially now because mm. there's no fucking traffic yeah maybe and maybe not fucking see anyone and if you're yeah. a gardener you can turn up do what you've got to do yeah, and stay on. two meters away from anyone whereas mm -hmm. if you're living in birmingham or if you're living in manchester or london or you can't because you live like a you live like rats as it is you that, right. you know it, you're still stood on the on the tube with fuck loads of people mm. every day that. And the southwest is the least affected currently, yeah. so we we are. Although it is in uh, the southwest, and there are cases, confirmed cases, it is nowhere near as uh, as um, far spread as it is in the, the the metropolitan cities and things like that. Where obviously, like the things you've said, Cronkite, that that is what causes the spread, isn't it? The fact that people are on a tube is just a hotbed of bacteria, and you know. Oh. They what have was to be, the? They? they do, yeah, to get it. What What was the um? I don't want a word for it. You know when they closed the pubs and the clubs, and all the uh, liabilities went out in the piss for the final time. Oh yeah. How long ago was that? Because that surely is going to be. Weeks the, ago. Yeah, that was the, the seventh. Was that not the seventh of March? I think it was. I think it was the nineteenth or the twentieth. Oh, was it that late? Was it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's going to be because what is it, twenty-five to forty-five days incubation or whatever until until you've, you've you've been exposed to it and then you might have it. Well, that all the people that are dying now will yeah. have probably caught it. Then yeah, and then you've got the weekend after whatever and went to the parks and the beaches and what was it the week two weeks after that? That's you know we're not even seeing those effects yet, are we? Was no. that grand? Well, yeah, those people will be. They'll be sick now, getting sicker if they're going to this coming week, won't they? 23rd yeah. of March, Monday the 23rd of March right. was when it actually got imposed. 
Yeah. And this I think seven, it, seven it, it was the 20th because they started the Friday before, didn't they? For pubs and restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. And so was it 14 days incubation, isn't it? <sighs> But then there's I've heard I've heard various different things. It could up to forty five days, but you know, I'll, I'm not a doctor. I watched a, uh, an interview with a Korean doctor, and he said that it's a different virus. It's it's a totally different virus in Europe than it was in China and um, yeah, Korea. I've heard that as well. Like, it's type it's, B in it's so more aggress- It's so much more aggressive here than it was over there. Oh really? Yeah. 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 There's three mutations apparently. A, B, and C, and we've that's got good B. That it's, that if it's mutating, it's good. In what sense, Kronk? Well, it either becomes less deadly, in which case we don't have to worry about it, or more deadly, which in a weird way we also don't have to worry about it because it will kill people quicker and then it will kill spread. itself. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Oh, a bit it's... like the plague. Yeah. yeah. Well, for a virus to propagate, you need a host to stay alive, don't you? Otherwise, it won't propagate. Mm. I think the key is that, you know, and, and the sooner that testing is done, wider spread testing, I think that's the likes of Germany and, and countries like that have had big success with their testing regimes. Um, and I think that's probably, you know, where we've we've lacked progress a little bit. But um, Yeah. Um, Miles? Yep. When um, you know, when when you're kind of um looking for jobs after this, do you think that you know the opportunities are still going to be there for you, mate, when you leave? Because obviously it's hammering the markets, it's hammering all the uh, you know, all the companies and things. So I think I'm quite lucky in my industry in that before this, most of the time you could actually work from home. So um, yeah. I've actually just there being almost an increase in jobs around. Um, as it seems that a lot of companies want to keep going with software, so they're trying to get more people working from home. Um, I've noticed that the jobs are paying less, and I'm, I'm guessing that's because more people are looking for work or trying to look to do something with their day, maybe. But Yeah. Have you got, yeah. got a job sorted for the end of the year, Thanos? What are you doing? Are you going staying for another year, going off? What's, it, what's your plan? Uh, so the plan, well, current plan would be to go back and work on my placement company in Lymington, but I would quite like to find something else as well, maybe, uh, unsure yet, but I'd quite like while I'm young to broaden my horizons, try something a bit you, different. You tied into them for like a period of time or? You... No, uh, I've just got an open job offer so I can go back, um, if I'd like, but I would quite like to learn something new. I feel like there I might get too comfortable. Um, so they, they work in old ways kind of thing. They, they've been around for a long time and they do the way they do things is quite old fashioned. And I quite like to do something a bit newer. You still want to do a master's? No, <laughs> I've been completely put off it from uh, all of this and just yeah, academia in general. Um, really don't want to do one now. Fair enough. Thanos, have you learnt Manning's equation? Manning's <laughs> equation. <laughs> I haven't, Adam. Look, look it up. Look it up on your computer while we're having this discussion, and then at the you, end you can explain it to us. Why don't you explain it to us, Adam, and, and explain what well, can't, is relevant it's too, to? Dave would, Dave would tell me off because it's too meta. The joke is too meta, <laughs> and Dave would just cry. 
The whole the whole of the listening ship go to sleep. I, I, I yeah. don't even know what it is, but I'm yeah. feeling tired just hearing about it. Yeah, it's about, <laughs> it's it's about, about flow, flow through an office. It's a, is, it, is, it, office. is this how your piece is size is related to your um, smallest metatarsal or something like that? Is it like the, the golden <laughs> equation or whatever? It's how it's how I diagnosed Thanos with potentially some kind of weird stuff with his willy. He had to go to doctors. You can tell us. You can tell us all about it, Thanos. Come on. Uh, yeah, okay, I know what you're going on about. Did you actually sit down and, and write it out on a piece of paper, Adam? Yeah. Tell us, Thanos. Man, come on. He tell worked us. out Thanos' flow. I'll have to tell him that. If you're not going to tell him, I'll tell him. You, you tell them, Adam. <laughs> so one day, I was at a competition, standing in a room with Thanos, and I could listen to him weeing in the toilet. A normal man's wee comes out in one solid flow. Anostasis was like a waterfall, then nothing, then a waterfall. Sounded like he had prostate problems. That's it. So what was the output of that then? So we all, as a, as a group, we told him he needed to go to the doctors. And did you go to the doctors, Thanos? I did, yes. And did he put a finger up your bum? Uh, no, I got I, I got asked to pee. It was quite awkward. And, it was... and what 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 was the upshot of this this massive long story? <laughs> did you have a prostate problem? No, I don't. He just has a massive cock. What was the conclusion of the doctor? Tell us that. What's the conclusion of the doctor? The female doctor said that it was quite large. (laughs) Johnson. This is very awkward. And Adam loves it. Come on, don't be so coy. Just tell us what the So you got you got a giant John Thomas. And what no. was, why, why did you have sporadic piss? Uh, it literally was just that it just comes out at that rate and that there was no issues. Fucking hell, that was like pulling teeth, Fanon. <laughs> 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 that was so big. Fanon, I, I set you up about eight times and then I went quiet for you to say it and then it went really quiet and then it got awkward and then you still didn't say anything. <laughs> if, if I could have summarised, I could have made that. Fanon's pissed intermittently. Adam heard it. Thanos went to the doctors. The doctor saw his Johnson. It was larger than your average and said there was some sort of flow issue because it had a long way to travel. Adam had Correct. never, ever heard about this flow issue because his Johnson is nowhere near <laughs> <laughs> the size of a normal one. But, un- so but I understood it. I understood it. Engineering right. pressure of about seven bar. Via, via high I understood the principle. Half an inch tube to go for. <laughs> <laughs> like a straw. Remember those straws you used to put in your milk back in the day? You li- yeah. literally, it's literally like a pressure washer, Adam. Well, like a little tiny li- straw. It's like blue a, straws. It's uh, <laughs> almost. Karsha have almost looked to patent Adam's piss strength. Straight up healthy. Between Mickey and Tubey Foreskin. And uh, and Thanos's hog, we we gonna have to you know think of some names make, here. Make one super <laughs> like I've got one more one more question for Thanos, which is like a bit of an in joke, but Kronk and Jordan are both here, so I understand. But not, Thanos, 
We are listened to by over 200 people. Yeah, 200 they, people are going to be hearing this stupid intro. That only two other people know about. <laughs> I'm What's your favourite food? Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah. What, what's my favourite food? Yeah. Uh, do you want me to tell you what my actual favourite food is or what you want no, to just hear? A, just answer the question, mate. Tell me what your true favourite food is. <laughs> my true favourite food? I like, I like roast dinners, mate. <laughs> Where would you go to get your roast dinners? The <laughs> <laughs> fucking Toby Carvery, mate. <laughs> Fanos, <laughs> why do your geese sometimes smell of so many carvery and sage? Now, and I want to, I want to cl- clarify this story, right? Because I think it, it deserves full clarification. Thanos occasionally gets a carvery before he comes to jujitsu training, which is fucking bad when he's farting while you're rolling. It smells like sage <laughs> However, the first time he did it, he turned up after having a carvery and didn't have time to wash his fucking ghee so he smelt like cat piss and sage and onion <laughs> which made the sage and onion twice as bad and he had to travel in the car didn't he all the way from the old gym to two rivers meet yep oh. savages but don't worry we don't didn't let him forget it. yeah Mistakes. One more question. Oh, go on, man. Is it an in question that only one other person might know about? Serious question. Is it between you and Thanos' mum? No, serious. Oh, yeah, only me and Thanos' mum know about this, so I'm going to ask it (laughs) and entertain everyone with some sort of very. Is your mum called Gillian? Yes. This yeah, is a like... really stupid intro. No, it's not. That's not it. No, it's not. Oh, my so fucking Thanos. God. This Thanos, is ridiculous. Where, where in Bournemouth do you live, Thanos? Wallerstown. Is, are the shops in Wallerstown, is it, is it busy? Is it, what's it like in the town centre? Town uh, well, it's quite small around here, but it is pretty busy, usually. Like, especially around, like, the shops. So everywhere's uh, open, business as usual? Well... I wouldn't say everywhere. There's like the shop, Tesco, uh, and an Audi that are all open. That's pretty much it. Um, Tesco in Adam. <laughs> yeah. So, so for where I live, for example, there's no. Um, the streets are bare. The streets are empty. There's not a lot of people going about. Unless, like we've, we've mentioned earlier, where it's sunny day, everyone meets on the streets. When I've driven through any big towns, there's still been loads of people out and about just mincing. Is that the same in Wallerstown or was it was it buttoned down? So I'm seeing like full families walking around most of the time. Um, a lot of like people my age hanging around. I mean, I, I get messages from people I know asking if I want to meet up or hang out and stuff like that. And I think it's like, I know, ignorance more than anything, really. They, they realise that you're not supposed to be doing that for is there a police presence or anything like that is anyone sort of uh i'm seeing a lot of police driving around but i mean i don't think they're particular they must be stretched quite thin and i don't yeah i imagine they've got quite a lot of other shit to worry about yeah so do you think that people are taking it obviously not your friends not taking it seriously as such, but do you think the surrounding area to you, are they taking it seriously or is it just like a normal day? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say normal day. 
but not as seriously as they should be, and that's for like certain, really. Mm. Cheers, mate. No worries, mate. <laughs> a bit of a, a side tangent of that, but has anybody been hearing any of these stories? I mean, particularly in the states. Uh, I mean, I've heard a couple from over here though, of people trying to enforce the lockdown themselves with negative results. So, for example, there's been an inst two instances in America, one where an elderly gentleman went and confronted a group of youths. The youths, uh, you know, they shouldn't have been congregating there. The old man, uh, the gentleman was in his right to. Um, but then he started telling them off. They started giving him sass. And then he ended up throttling one of the girls on camera. Um, so he's been charged now. Rightfully so. Um, then I've heard of another story of two people breaking, like there's, I think, people having like a family barbecue and loads of people coming over and stuff. Uh, the two people went to like tell them to sort of disperse, we're in lockdown, etc. And uh, the family resorted to grabbing baseball bats and hitting them over the head with them. Crazy. Is this on video, mate? Uh, there's a couple of videos. I can uh, send one to the group now. Let me find it. But this is where next step from this is martial law, and it they come down, come down hard. Scary stuff. I think we're asking. I think there's enough people in there. Like daily on my Instagram, I see pictures, like recent pictures of people going down the beach. I, I know two people that went down the beach yesterday and thought like loads of photos, and you think, what are you doing? They're young. They're young uni students. Yes. With no exams at the end of the year. Do it six. Yeah. It's a bit. It's a bit savage, isn't it? I think. But I, I think people are pretty, pretty. Um, what do you call it? Um, obedient. I don't. I don't think generally many people are going to be out. Um, doing loads of crazy stuff. I think most people are uh, in chilling, yeah. obeying, obeying the the rules. Yeah, yeah. Until otherwise. Well, it's been great to have you on, Thanos, and listening to the plight of the university student during the COVID-19 breakout. Um, I wish all you students out there all the best. For those who can't the see the video, students. Kerry looks like he's about to fall asleep. Oh, I'm Kronk, hanging, mate, Kronk, honestly. Kronk, what have you been doing today, Kerry? What busy stuff have you been up to? What have you been doing? Oh, that, well, hay fever's killing me, and then I've got, the, the girls have just been going nuts. So First world problems, yeah. bruv. First world problems, problems, mate. How's your asthma, <laughs> sea dog? Does, you, does, you, does the hay fever affect your asthma? A little bit, yeah. It's been a bit tight. I'll, I'll, What's I'll type? Thank you, mate. <laughs> oh, 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 we need to finish with Ryan's question. Oh, yeah. Mate. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Important fucking question. Mate. Let's go, Ryan. Okay. What's the question? Fuck, marry, kill. Spice Girls. Oh, I thought we were doing another band. We're sticking with the Spice Girls. No, sticking with Spice Girls because I don't know any other girl bands apart from oh, Bewitched. Girls Allowed. And I, I don't know Tom the Kim. names of the people. All right, Girls Allowed then. Fuck it, Girls Allowed. I don't know Girls Aloud. Oh, which which know. ones are even stick, in stick Girls Aloud? Just stick with the Spice Girls. Stick with the Spice Girls. Yeah, it's more universal. 
All right, Spice Girls. Who would you fuck? Just fuck. literally the only Spice Girl I know. Well, actually, I know like Victoria, but I mean, you know her personally, <laughs> and her name is Posh. Yeah, Posh Spice. Yeah, but I only know of two of them. Um, what? What's the matter? Oh, he's fucking four, isn't he? he... Oh yeah. <laughs> On twenty two. Do little do little mix. Little mix. Because you know them, wouldn't you? <laughs> little mix. You don't know them. <laughs> Alright, boy zone. <laughs> fuck, fuck marry Ro- kill. Ronan, you gotta marry. He's been the most successful. Yeah. He's made the most money. And he's l- most likely to make money in the future. That's gotta be marry. And that's a virgin when he's gonna get married. The little Ronan, one. Ronan had that banger. Life is a roller coaster. And bang the one, one with all the tattoos, the uh, shine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And one of them's already dead, so you don't have to kill one. I think What's that's dead, the prop. That's the little one, Dave. He's already yeah, dead. Yeah, the gay one. Oh, yeah, he killed himself, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't mean that one. I meant the other little one. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, you meant that one, mate. You meant that one. Or is that Westlife? Or is All that the Irish, the Irish people, aren't they? Dave, I didn't know you were so homophobic, man. <laughs> oh, no, no, I don't mind. Stephen Gately was the one that died. No, I don't. I didn't. I don't wish him dead. Although he's already dead. Thanos did. That's why he died. Is that why? All right, Thanos, so Thanos, come on. Fall right, asleep. You've got to know who the Spice Girls are. Yeah, Google, yeah. Google the Spice Girls. <laughs> Google them one. Go on. Who's more hot? Yeah. Right. Let's ask your missus, mate. I find a reference picture. It's 2020 and we're Googling the Spice Girls. They're, they're only the biggest selling British band on the planet after the Beatles. Only one of us is Googling. <laughs> How old do you think? Right. God, this is a massive anti-climax. Yeah, it's going to be shit, isn't it? <laughs> Don't play this with millennials. Yeah, that, that is absolutely a rule moving forwards. Man, they're all old now. I'm sorry. No, well, but it has to be then. The God, I completely yeah. missed the point of this. Now, this is like this is wasted on you, Thanos. I should have known from that haircut that this question would have been wasted. On you. <laughs> it's not a haircut, man. What is it? It's a yeah, statement. It's a statement. It's an excuse. <laughs> so right. I'm not going bold. I promise. Thanos. Yeah, when are you going to shave it, mate? When are you going to embrace the lockdown and get those clippers on that? <laughs> right, Thanos, use this picture and describe them and we'll say which one they are, okay? Fuck, marry, kill. Oh, okay. Right. So... They all look fucking hanging. <laughs> they all look This is of the time. <laughs> fucking hell, the 90s was rough. Mate, Jeez. they were hot. Right. Okay, who's on the left hand side? Who's the one with really dark hair? That's posh. That's posh. Posh, That's posh, mate. Probably fuck her. All right. Right. Who is. Oh, the ginger one. Ginger spice. Uh, Nah, probably probably avoid. Who's on the right? It's kill. It's It's not avoid. You've got a killer. You can't avoid her. (laughs) (laughs) Take a wide berth and. Walk around her. Snog, marry, avoid, because that's an amazing show. <laughs> yeah, what bird right. used to be presenting that? Oh, I think you fucked this up, Thanos. Yeah, yes. Ginger one is the most likely to have onward making... 
Well, money, that or posh, but on her own rights, Ginger's going to be making money. That's definitely a marry. That's definitely a marry. And she's hot. And what sporty likes and looks she makes up for in talent. I think you've got to kill baby. Yeah. I'll be honest. That one's just not where baby spice is. Exactly. And she's I think... a radio star, isn't she now? You mean a sellout? I yeah. don't have enough. Yeah, what's that? Like 40 grand a year? Exactly. Yeah. And there's peanuts right. to what Jerry and Posh are bringing in. Jerry Halliwell's married to that the geezer that runs the Red Bull Formula One team. There you go. But he's got the same problem that Fanos have got when he has a piss. <laughs> Big dick syndrome. Takes, takes three hours for the piss to get down the tube. <laughs> yeah. Fanos, yeah, have you seen these photos, mate? What's going on? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think... Think... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to make a rash decision. <laughs> Are you, you asking Mrs. Fanos for permission? <laughs> yes, mate, no. Oh, let's change it. Can we ask Tell us Disney princesses. Come on, change it. Disney princesses. Let's go. No. Princesses. <laughs> 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 All right, snog. Oh, I know. Cinderella. No, fuck Cinderella. <laughs> 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 Oh, you sicko! <laughs> Absolute <laughs> sicko! Are you gonna kill? Uh, who's a nasty one? Don't really well, know the, many of them. The princesses, mate. The princesses, mate. The princesses, bruv. You got to kill a nice one. Oh, you fuck this up, mate. You fuck this up, man. I can't believe it. Dead. You haven't listened to any other just podcast. Just cut this whole bit out. Uh, just cut it all out. Right. Just cut this bit out. This show is done off from what he is. I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. Uncultured, yeah. uncultured scum. I'm gonna he doesn't even have exams at we'll the end of the school year. Shame. Is Jessica Rabbit Disney or not? No, mate. No. Yes, she was Disney. What? Yeah. No. No, mate. Can't be. Anyway. Thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> Kerry's eyes look like they're popping out of his head because his hay fever eyeballs. Um, no, because uh, he knows they're coming around his ass to eat. Has managed to put messages on the screen, which I really need to learn how to do because that was cool. And he told us all he was going to have a wee. Adam is the king of in jokes and asking questions that only he and one other knows about. <laughs> That's on <laughs> Disney Plus, mate. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Is it? Thank you, Cron. Yeah. Oh, it's with uh, Adam Keeley starring in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, only him and Jessica Rabbit knew what was going on. Yeah, no one else knew what was going on. <laughs> so, thanks. Uh, next time on the lockdown. Uh, what have we got next time on the lockdown? Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins <laughs> is on the. That is a microphone. You've arranged that. the guest. Come on. Tell us about the guest. You've arranged him. Tell us. Gareth oh, Riddy. Let's go. What's, what's, what's the guest saying? Gareth Riddy. All right. Well, yeah. Stop tell saying his name. Tell us what he does. <laughs> can't just keep his name. Tell us a blurb. <laughs> All right. The blurb is... Hang on. Bear with me. I've got to get to my messenger. It doesn't oh, like blue it. light. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. like blue light. No. Um, right. Gareth Riddy. Um, so, uh, author, healer, and potty man. He specialises in getting people out of chronic pain, chronic health issues, and returning cognitive functions so that people can operate with all the magnificence that a human being should be able to. 
Uh, his goal in life is to give as many people as possible the tools in life uh, so they can thrive in the modern world um, without being dragged down by ever-increasing demands. Um, he does it all with uh, love and rude words, so I think he likes swearing, um, and he'll be in on Monday with his potty mouth. That'll be jubbly. At 6.30. He's only yeah. about, so he's too naughty, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Not saying right. that about to find you. And when's that? Next Thursday? Yeah, Monday. An, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. It's what, an early one. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't like being up too late. Okay. Yeah. Well, we will look forward to that next week. Uh, for now, stay safe, uh, you lockdowners, and we'll see you on the next episode. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Ciao. Ciao. Bon Ciao. Night.